How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Forever, dog. I choose the slain. This week on the podcast, Susan Price's Elf Gift. Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are kicking off Point Fantasy Month slash Fantasy Month. I mm-hmm. just realized not every one of them is going to be a point. Right. Um, with Susan Price's Elf Gift, um, yeah. which we both really liked. I love this book. It was very, it was not formulaic. No. It, it had some like... I mean, it's like a very common story of like t- different children trying to get power over the throne after their father dies. Mm-hmm. But everything that happens was very original. It, I felt. It, I, I feel like this was like um, Game of Thrones, but like weird and cool. W- yeah, more fantasy, less just like... um brutal hatred against its own characters (laughs) well and like here's the thing i i mean i i know it's the general consensus is that people don't like what happened with danny i actually think that it lined up with her character and that we just didn't care that she was killing slavers because it was the right side of history but really she's an angry person and it's okay (laughs) to have a female character be deeply flawed and if you expect every single female character to be perfect then really are you uh, a little bit too old school feminism it's fine it's fine that's my opinion on Game of Thrones. I, <laughs> my opinion on Game of Thrones is I just didn't like all the torture and rape. I have oh, no sure. problem with how stories worked out, and also yeah. I did not watch all of the show because I couldn't handle it. Basically, w- with the um, uh, did they call him Reek? That like horrible. Oh my god! Shit. Yes, 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 yes. Roland yes. or something starts torturing redheaded dude. Yeah, where Reek, he turns into Reek. Reek. He cuts off his penis. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this show. Yeah, it's a little bit torture porny. Um, Um, But anyway, there are some very classic fantasy elements in Elf Gift, but how they played out was so unique and interesting, and I really enjoyed it. And the thing that I liked about this, too, that I think helped make it not formulaic is that because it's based in myth, because you know how like myth a lot of times doesn't make sense and doesn't follow a formula it's like look 
this like guy, he's Woden, he has one eye, he's <laughs> creepy. There's this uh, battle woman, she like it's I the thing I liked about this was that it was very like you think like puny humans like this is really a fight for the gods you know what i mean like yeah us trying to scramble for power we're really just pawns for like a bigger game yeah and i liked that it wasn't retelling of a myth no it was just using the characters of norse mythology yeah and like using exactly like using their characterizations and their like uh, personalities and stuff for mm-hmm. this story and I also liked that all the characters have huge flaws oh yeah he every single person literally every single person there's no one that's like an audience stand-in which I really like yeah everyone's a problem there's no like clear-cut pure chosen one the chosen one isn't like brand new to the world. I it was just I just really liked it. <laughs> I really liked it. I liked that Elf Gift as a character, right? Like he's like chosen one, he's right? A dick. But, but yeah, exactly because and at the same time, like so at first we're like introduced to him through the eyes of Ebba, who oh baby Ebba oh, oh Ebba little Ebba Ebba, which did you read the the um. The prologue about like, or I'm sorry, the uh, epilogue, not epilogue, but like author's note about the names. I did. Yeah. So like Ebba means strength and like all of these names are like Saxon names or um, like they're from history. They're real names. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Um, but like, so at first we're we're seeing the uh, uh, this character, Elf Gift, this titular character through the eyes of a thrall. Basically, she's just like, she's you know, a slave. she's a slave and she all she knows is this life of servitude. And she is in love with Elfgift because guess what, y'all? Elfgift is hot as hell. <laughs> everyone, like everyone, and everyone's like toxic masculinity comes up when they see him too, which I love. Because <laughs> like the guys see him and they're like, fuck, I've never seen a beautiful, this, I, what do I do? So fucking beautiful. I can't I hate like, him. move or think. Yes. I love that. Um, so do at first we see. Do you want to read the plot first? Yeah, sure. Can I, uh, can I just finish my thought? Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, no, no. It's okay. Um, just that I like that at first we see Elfgift, who's like this kind of like mythical, almost like titular character through the eyes of a thrall who just like loves him and everything. But we as the audience are like, mm, he sounds kind of janked. Yeah. And then you're in his head and oh, then you're like, girl, okay, no. but. Yes. And then you're in his head and then you hear his rationale for like, He's like very Dr. Manhattan-ish where you're just like, I mean, also true. Also yeah, true. I was n- once, you're right. Once I was in his head, I was like, I don't like agree with you, but I do see where you're coming from. Yeah. And also like, maybe I would be the same in that situation. Yes. yes. Okay, <laughs> like, I'll read the thing. people needing and needing and needing. Yes. And like for you, and, and because he's like bigger than, he's not just human he's like also elf so he like is connected to like the world at large so he sees like small suffering and he's like yeah but that's like there's world suffering which is like bigger and so like that's nothing compared to like the things that i need to deal with yeah like i i just felt like that was cool okay i'm gonna i'm gonna read the the plot 
Elfgift is a half-breed, a devil spawn, an elf woman's illegitimate child, but he is also the son of a king who was bewitched by the elf's beauty, a beauty her child shares. And now Elfgift's dying father has named the thing his heir. But Elfgift has brothers, legitimate children of the king, who have been brought up as members of the court. No scrawny elf child will deprive them of their birthright. Despite their loyal, I'm sorry, despite their royal strength, the brothers cannot rid themselves of elf gift so easily, for the elf has an ally, and she is arming him to rule. Yeah. And so at first, right, this book suffers from, like, um, the the whole, like, this woman that's, like, much, much more qualified. Why is she teaching this guy to become strong to fight the thing? But then you realize... It's like, why don't you just fight the thing? Exactly. But then you realize that she... Like does not really like she's not she can't be king. She's she's, she's like literally Mother Earth. Yes. Or uh, Kali Ma. She's like yes. creation and destruction. She's not human. Right. And she is like, you know, she's of the like God realm, whereas Elf Gift like kind of has one foot in each the mortal realm and the, and the elf slash God realm. Yeah. And so she you learn that because the whole time I'm like, why the fuck is she helping Elf Gift? And I was like, oh, because she wants pagan rule because the Christians are like trying to take over. And I was like, oh, I understand now because she wants like to to get rid of the God to, to I'm sorry, to rebuild the God houses from the churches. I, I, I really liked Ebba. Um, I did, too. And I felt really bad for her. <laughs> yes, I did, too. <laughs> um, Because she. It's just like, okay, when you look at like Ebba and, and this and this I think is just like the unfortunateness of life, right? Like you look at like Ebba, who is this person that's been dealt this like very terrible hand. Yes. And she's basically like so she's grown up with Elf Gift, um, who, as we learned from the summary, is the illegitimate child of this king. Um and he is half elf, which like to the uh, humans. Yeah, to humans is like disgusting because that's like mixing. I don't know. It's like mixing with like uh, the other basically. Yeah, race, yeah. species, what have you. But the th- weird thing is too is like, right, like they're looked at with such scorn, but at the same time, like elves can kick your ass. So like maybe stop. <laughs> also, they're fucking hot. They're hot as hell. So and they what's your kill problem? You. <laughs> and the thing that's crazy is the king, and they all have names that I like really tried to nail down in my head. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm am very bad at okay. uh, not successful. I think at all. I remember the names because I read the second book also, which we will right. cover in a minisode. Um, so the king cannot tell you the king's name. <laughs> there you go. It's because he dies right away. He dies right away and is a non. He's like he's nothing. Yeah. Um. I really I was like I'm gonna write all these names down so that I don't like waste time looking them up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So which which person are you trying to think of? Uh, the king. Oh, okay. King Edmund. Oh right, Edmund Edmondson. That's all their last names. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Um, so just before he dies, it's expected that his brother on when? No, that's his son. Oh, his brother. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Thelric. 
a felon. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Aethric. I don't know. He is basically expected to be appointed by the elders rather than unwin his firstborn. Right. And is he the firstborn? Yeah. Unwin is the oldest, and then hunting, and then wolf weird. Okay. Um, so they're just like expecting that to happen. And then just before the king dies, he names Elfgift as his successor, which is insane to everybody and very unexpected. And what's also unexpected is that when Elfgift was born, rather than shun him and forget about him, he bequeathed land to him, making him a free man. Yeah. And so he basically like was raised by slaves who like were indentured to him, but also like were expected to be his parents, which was like kind of a, 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 an interesting look at how uh, it's uh, not power. they were not set up for success. No, no, they were not. They were not. And then also, like, what's notable is that the king is pagan. His dead wife was Christian. She's a saint, and they keep her fucking body just like. That's how the book opens. Yes. So within the the first paragraph, I was like, I am in. Yes. I'm into this, and I'm in. Because it's also very spooky how it starts, right? Because they're like. Um, so this like corpse is in the corner and she's looking over her sons who are Christian. <laughs> she's Christian. Her husband was like, was pagan, uh, the king. And, but he was like, you know what? It's fine. Like you can have your Christian thing. I'll have my pagan thing. And also like, we don't even really, this is a marriage we don't of love like, each politics. Other. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read the first paragraph if that's Please. okay, because it's a very good example of the writing style. And this is a, she's a good writer. Really good writer. Very good. Queen Eldfrith sat in her gilded chair with as much dignity as could be expected from a lady so long dead. In the candlelight, her robes glimmered with gold thread, and jewels shone on her blackened finger bones. Her still plentiful hair had been gathered under a linen headdress, held in place by a jeweled circlet. Beneath the white linen, her face had blackened and withered, and she bared her teeth at her husband and sons. From her from her drifted a strong smell which Father Philan called the odor of sanctity, but which, to a less devout or pagan nose, stank like corruption. It's so good. Cool. It's very like, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was on board instantly. Yes. Um. So we spend this book a lot in the mind of Ebba, um, who she's kind of like our our view into what this world is. Um, and she's also... I don't know. I feel like this author was so good at writing like longing and like sadness and that like longing and sadness that like the character does not know how to characterize. Yes. Like that she just wants something that is not that she doesn't even know to want. And she like like the fact that she's like, okay, well, you know what? My existence is like I let men uh, use my body in exchange for safety and uh, that's just like how you live. And I um, love Elf Gift. And he slept with me like three times, but like he doesn't really pay attention to me on the farm. And um, I would die for him because he is extremely handsome. And like I'm in and love like, with him. I'm fine with whatever crumbs he gives me. It's so, um, but I we've all will been be Ebba. marrying him. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I. <laughs> she, lo- it's so interesting because she knows she's pathetic, but she's also so her sights are set very high. Yeah. And it is unreasonable. Yeah. And I also like because like what you were kind of saying about how she knows she she knows she's pathetic. She's like, yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm really pathetic. I yeah, I'm like, aware, I'm, but you know what? Uh, I'm a sad sack. I'm a slave. I uh, have never had anything in my life, and I will be the wife of an elf king. <laughs> Yeah. And also she and how she's just like, you know what? That's just the cards that are dealt. Like, I'm just going to long after this man. And like, so what? That's like, that's that's what I want. (laughs) And all I do every day is grind grain into flour. That's literally all I do. And I get booty called. Yeah. And I loved her like. So, I mean, a lot of shit happens, right? So, of course, right, the king, the dying king is like, my son, Elf Gift, is going to be king. And and the brothers who are Christian are, A, they're like, first, we're legitimate. Second, like, he is part elf. Third, like, that's some pagan shit. No way. And then because it, the brother is still pagan, he's like, mm, maybe let's hear it out. <laughs> yes, the the, uh, the uncle of the boys. Yeah, he's... <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, the king's brother. Because also he's like, yo, listen, I am old. I'm not... I don't, like... I'm I don't have long. a son. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I gotta just figure out this elf king thing. Yeah, I do not want a Christian kingdom. I no. don't know what that's about. No, thank you. I do not like Father Fillin. Father Fillin, too. <laughs> he's also pathetic. Nobody's truly evil which i no, thought they're was just interesting. pathetic he is d- genuinely devoted to christ is and not I, looking yeah. to, he's no rasputin no he's just a fucking priest and he's also i really like the part where he's like oh i'm seeing all my dreams fall before me i'm a shitty priest i should never have been sent to this kingdom yeah <laughs> i'm I, pathetic it, i'm failing it truly is like all of these people even the like quote villains they're just do like this is gonna sound insane but like they're just doing whatever i might do if i were them like if i were one of those brothers that was like possibly um that was like possibly going to lose my life if we were going to switch over to a pagan ruler i would probably be like we gotta take out that elf guy <laughs> you know like it's very funny to say but it's like look everyone is of their time <laughs> it's true though <laughs> it, it was a book, different time this is like what like 1300s <laughs> like this is like if that if that this might be that. like 900s like yeah i do not know this I is some not, viking shit yes this is for sure viking shit like these are all like danes and saxons and welsh like this is like this is old timey shit yeah so, i like, do not know the english timeline sorry england sorry um so they're like well it's, it's just like you know it's it's before it's even before like it's before renaissance it's before i want to even say like this is like dark ages shit earlier maybe this is this is olden. So you know what? Okay. Sure. The things that they know are like, you either take out your enemy or you're going to get your head chopped off. Or worse, which <laughs> happens in the second book. But once <laughs> Or uh, worse, it. which <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Uh, Patreon.com slash You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, so like the brothers are like, yo, we need to kill Elf Gift. And I love that Wolford's like, wait, what? We are? Because he's young. He doesn't get it. Unwin and Hunting are like, yeah, we got to kill him. So Hunting's like, I'm going to go do it. And then I also loved, then we switch perspective. We leave them and we go in Ebba's mind and we see the interactions between these like, not even richest of the rich, but just like these well-to-do people that come to, basically Elf Gift has the, uh, he has like elf powers. So he can heal people. Um, and so that word has spread and like sometimes he heals people. Sometimes he sends them away. It just depends on his mood, um, <laughs> which I also loved. Uh, he is he is moody. He's very moody. Like sometimes he's like talking to birds and is happy. And then some. I mean, he's like us, right? Yeah. <laughs> talking to birds. Uh, sometimes he's happy. Sometimes he's sad. Um, like uh, hard times are getting to him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so then, so then we meet these like, well, quote, wealthy people that come to, and maybe I'm just very like in the mindset of eat the rich right now, but like these like wealthy people come to the elf gift, uh, like farm hold or whatever it is that he has. Like he has this, uh, basically like, uh, there's some land and like, uh, farm and, uh, people that run the farm and live at the farm. And he uh, basically, it's like the ruler of that little hamlet, basically. And so because word of his healing powers has spread um, this couple and like their like, I don't know, all, small army. They're like, um, what are they? They're Jarls. They're lesser Jarls. Um, Jarls. Uh, Jarls. Sorry, I just wanted to say it. <laughs> it just sounded fun. <laughs> it is fun. Uh, they come and um, they're like, hey, we need healing. And Elfgift like saw them coming and was like, I'm going in the woods and just left. <laughs> and, and so like Ebba and um, Hilda, who's the person that raised Elfgift, have to deal with these rich people. And being in Ebba's mind as she sees these people come in and they see how she lives is like heartbreaking because they just kind of like look around and they're like, oh, this is the room that you all live in. And she's like, yeah, like, like in her mind, she's like, yeah, this is where we all live. We've always all lived here. Like, and also I know it's shit and uh, yes. you guys look terrified. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, like the moment that she realizes that the woman looks like she doesn't want to sit down anywhere in the house because it looks dirty. And she realizes that she is as dirty as the house like that. I was like, Ebba. Yeah, I just really, Ebba is very aware of her place in society. And it's yes. very sad. Yes. Um, Real quick, this would probably have been taking place in the uh, 8th century into the 9th. Okay, so early <laughs> yeah so this is like year 700 800 okay yeah. wow <laughs> yeah because i okay. found this article it says the end of paganism the germanic peoples were converted to christianity in different periods many of the goths in the fourth century the english in the sixth and seventh centuries the saxons under force of frankish arms in the late eighth century and the danes under german pressure in the course of the 10th century 
Okay. And then so the this book and the following kind of involve the Danes, the Welsh, and the Saxons. Mm-hmm. All the names are Anglo-Saxon, according to that. Uh, according to the author. Chapter at yeah. the back of the book. Um, so Ebba's kind of like, oh, damn, okay, these people are judging us. And she, and also, she rightfully does not like these people because they're, they suck. Like, they're, they're just very... mean, and they're, they definitely think that they have a right to elf gifts, healing powers immediately. Well, and when they come in too, right? Like, so elf gift finally comes back and is like, what? <laughs> and the guy's like, heal my wife. And also he's like, oh, the guy, remember the guy's like, okay, well, like before elf gift comes back, he, he says to all the people that work at the farm, he's like, okay, well, you guys can like sleep in the stables because we have to sleep in the house. Like, this is definitely our room. And they're just like, okay. But then elf gift comes back and he's like, fuck off. You guys are sleeping outside. Like, I... And he like, so the guy is like, you. I brought my wife here because she can't have babies. And like, we've been trying to have babies for 10 years. So like, obviously, it's her fault. Mm-hmm. Her womb is dead and cursed. So can you fix it, please, with your elf magic that I hate you for? <laughs> you handsome motherfucker. Also, he's like, wow, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. I need to- You're so uh, handsome. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. You're so handsome that when you look at me, I feel as if I've been slapped. Yes. That's literally what happens. Anytime <laughs> he looks at anybody, they're like, ah, oh. ah, ah. I also, so, did you start to feel for this guy too? Oh, yeah. I really, oh, yeah. like, everyone. Somehow, as soon as hunting shows up to kill everyone, I was like, oh, man. He's lower too, and he knows it. And the second mm-hmm. that somebody is higher than him, he's like, "Okay, well, we're all in this together." I also loved, um, yeah. I think this author is very, very, very good, at, and I'll call this uh, the Last of Us Two effect <laughs> of taking someone that you encounter at first, and you're like, "Who the fuck is this person? Fuck them!" <laughs> and then you have to play as them or read as them, and then you're like, "Oh." Well, you know, everyone has their reasons, <laughs> you know, like you don't know someone's life like because mm-hmm. truly like at first I loved seeing him get fucking, uh, you know, humiliated in front of his wife and family because yeah. Elf Gift was like, yeah, first I'm like, stomp him out. I fucking stomp hate him. him. Tell hate him what him. for. Yeah. And Elf Gift's like, yo, the problem's with you, not your wife. Also, you're just like not a good husband. <laughs> like, what? And the wife's just like, interesting. She's <laughs> like, uh, no comment. No comment at this time. Thank you for respecting my privacy. Also, okay, this book does not pull punches with uh, violence. No. And in the same way as Game of Thrones, I feel, but maybe not as mean, but just more kind of like, mm, that's life. <laughs> Is that like people die left and right? Oh, Yeah. I was surprised by that. As soon as hunting and his men just kill everyone immediately, yeah. no questions immediately. asked. Like that's how worthless they view these people's lives. They sort of, did you get the impression they were doing them, a, they thought they were doing them a favor or maybe they outright say it. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that's what this book is. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, oh, people are just going to straight up die straight up die like like mountains of people will die and also i loved the like slight not even a fake out but it just kind of was like 
this is what life was for these people. And it was snuffed out really quick. Cause like, I loved like, so the last we see from the brothers, right. Is hunting being like, I'm going to go kill elf gift and his entire fucking family. And then he leaves. And then we cut to Ebba and then being like, Oh, people are on the road. I wonder who they are. And then we're like lulled in this false sense of security. Cause we're like, Oh, it's just these annoying rich people. Mm-hmm. And then hunting shows up and then we're in that fucking husband's brain. And he's like, Mm, these guys look real scary. They have like king armor. That's like pretty jacked up. Yeah. Uh, these guys are too rich. I know that we're not safe. <laughs> Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Oh, my God, the moment when he's, like, so he gets his, his men kind of come out, right? And he, like, looks, like, we just look at relative power constantly in this story. Yes. Because to to Ebba and the people that live at the farm, these people are so fucking rich. And then when he sees the king's men coming, he's like, fuck, look at our fucking weapons. They're like nothing. Like their weapons are ours are cheap. Like theirs are so nice. And then he's like, guys, like, let's put down our weapons. Maybe they won't kill us. And he's just standing in this crowd as the as hunting's men are like on the other side of the crowd. And he notices the crowd is like undulating. And he's like, why? And he realizes it's because people are just being fucking speared through. Yeah, they are being cut down. No, and like, they're trying to run. No warning. No warning. They just gather them and it's time to go. And then his last fucking thought is like, I should have, we should have fought. And I'm like, oh my God, hunting, you <laughs> evil man. <laughs> Also, also like, we do not know hunting at all. No, like I, no. I did know when um, Morcar sees everybody coming. I was like, oh, it's the kingdom and they yeah. come to get elf gift. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know. It was going to be like, oh, it's the kingdom and they have come to just like kill elf gift. No questions. Yes. Just murder everybody. <laughs> and elf gift, meanwhile, He's like in the woods. He's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> and he's like, mm, I feel something bad. And then, oh, that moment, right? That moment, like, because he's constantly torn between the world of like gods, which is like kind of distance from human suffering. But then also he's also part human. So he feels that suffering at the same time. So the moment that he's like, 
He's like, mm, I feel a really bad premonition and I get them sometimes and that means something really bad is going to happen. And then the feeling goes away and he's like, well, whatever's happened has happened. So I guess it's just done. Mm-hmm. But then he still feels angry that his people were killed, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, I, that goes in with me like suddenly turning around on Elf Gift because yeah. the whole time Ebba's talking about him, I'm like, Elf Gift fucking sucks. And I fucking hate him and I want him to die and what yes, a shit me too. and I can't believe this book is about him I know me too and then it switches to his perspective and I was like mm, interesting points yes um I see how like because elf gift is sort of looking down on high and he's so responsible for these people's lives yes that it overwhelms him and all he does is see their pain all around them and he's he feels protective, but he's also like, I can't fix, I can't prevent you all from feeling pain. And that is overwhelming to me. And so I'm just hands off. Yeah. He's like, if I care for Ebba and for Hild, then don't I have to care for the chickens? Yeah. Why should I be discerning between their two lives? Aren't they equally valuable? So you know what? Fuck them both. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly, I I was like, man, you know, as an outsider, I'm like, do the right thing, Elf Gift. But I know that in my heart, if I were Elf Gift and I had all these fucking like responsibilities all the fucking time and at the same, like to feel like he can't help that he doesn't feel connected to other humans, right? Because he's part Elf and because humans make him feel different. So he's like, you know what? Like, Look, I can I care for you, but like I can't I can't do I can't do this all the time. And there's a moment to oh okay so so he's like um I feel this really weird feeling, and then this battle woman shows up. Who she's tight, she's, she's cool, the coolest. She's so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> so what's her name? Jar Jarnaxia or something? Yarn. Oh, yeah, yarn. It would be Yarnaxa. Yarnaxa. Okay. So Yarnaxa shows up and she's like, hey, uh, we're going to go like battle those dudes. And he's like, uh, I have like a bow and arrow. She's like, that's fine. I choose the slain. I love that she says that. She's so, she reminds me of Hela. Like, she's so cool. Yes. So and she's like, she I sort choose- of is Hela. She might be. I was thinking that while I was, I was like, are you Kate Blanchett? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my mind, she was played by her for sure. I kept, I couldn't help it because of the red hair. I kept picturing the red woman from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick before we get into the battle woman, I just wanted to read our intro into Elf Gift's head because I turn around so quick. Me too. As soon as he start, we start getting his perspective. And I just really like the writing as well. So it's when he gets that fix, sick feeling in his stomach knowing something bad is happening. Um, and he's like, mm, no, thank you. And he, <laughs> he didn't want to go home. At the farm, he often felt that he lived among the fowl in the yard, surrounded by constant cackling, jostling, squawking, ruffling, pecking, until he felt like a bullied hen, pecked raw, sore at every slight touch. They all touched him constantly. They all turned to him. Settle this. Tell us what to do. Stop her doing that. Tell him to stop saying that. Tell them that I'm right. Tell them that they're wrong. Partly it was because he was the owner and master of the farm, but it was also because he had the misfortune to be elf-born, 
or so they told him. They seemed to expect him to know the solution to every problem, the answer to every question. And that was only the people who had known him all his life and who were used to him. Even worse were the people who came visiting. There were those who came simply to gop at him and wanted to take away locks of his hair. Why? They would, with sly mocking expressions, ask him simple questions and would seem surprised when, indeed, he was able to answer them in words. They seemed to take him for some sort of clever animal, such as a pig or a horse trained to answer questions by tapping with its hoof. He hated these visitors. Uh, Worse still were the visitors who came bringing their sick friends with them. It was a relief to find someone with a fever he could call out of them or a cut or burn he could coax into healing itself, though the coaxing and the calling was often as tiring as field work. But all too often they brought him someone who was already dying, a woman with a cankered breast, a child too far gone in sickness, a man whose poisoned blood was choking him. Elfgift saw the grayness of death creeping into the color of their skins, the darkness growing in their eyes. He couldn't understand why no one else saw it. They didn't. They still expected him to save their child, their wife, their friend. They stared at him, leaning at him like pointing hounds, silently begging him to save them from this most dreadful of all losses. Uh, skipping, skipping. Easier to refuse to see any who were brought to him. Except then he couldn't stop wondering if it had been some simple illness he could have healed, a pain he could have taken away, a life he could have saved. It wasn't I, only the visitors. Sorry, I, ju- I just oh, realized no, no, I go got ahead. to the part with the people he lived with, like Ebba. It wasn't only the visitors. Every member of his household had the ability to scrape his nerves raw with their pain. They were so sad, and there was no balm for their sadness. Their very hopes, even their little pleasures, only led them into more pain and always would. Owen, who, growing old, fumbled at the farm women and was grieved because they despised him. The proud child who, running to show her mother the egg she'd found— fell and crushed it in her fist and was laughed at and humiliated, and Hild and Ebba, Hild so vexed at finding herself old. As for Ebba, she was like a warm living mouse scuttling across the floor. The cat couldn't keep itself from pouncing, clawing, biting. It was what cats did when they saw movement and smelt mouse. Ebba, with her mooning, her simpering, her silly hopes, was going to be very hurt by him. He cared deeply for both Hild and Ebba, and at the same time he cared nothing at all, He loved them both, and it hurt him to see them hurt. He wanted to protect them from pain. Yet at the same time, he looked through them and saw with bleak clarity that they were of no importance. Their pain was lost in the morass of pain that existed all around, everywhere. The pain of the wing-clipped, robbed chickens in the yard, the galled, broken horses in the fields, the hunted mice in the woods, the short-lived people in the villages. Everywhere, all around, in the air, almost tangible, was hope, which led only to disappointment." Joy, which always turned to despair, fear, pain, loss. It mattered not, a grass seed, if Heba or Hild suffered or not, whether they lived or not, whether their hopes were fulfilled or not. He could never separate his love and concern from them, from the cold knowledge that they were of no importance. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's like very Dr. Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. At the end, like, I love that. Oh, like, sorry. And it tr- finishes, nor was he, nor was anything. So he bruised himself on his own nature and wished that he could be alone always. So he doesn't even value himself. No. He has no ego. No, he's just like nothing matters because everything matters. He's just a raw so, nerve. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, okay. I mean, it's like, I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. And still he does stuff that I'm like, like the he, he, he behaves with such cruelty at times or with such open-heartedness. Like he wants to take Ebba with them. 
Yeah, but then he's like, mm. he's like, why? The, yeah, why? It doesn't matter. Yeah, and then you're in sex. I was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and then he's she like, does. Oh, I see what you mean. She does say, you know, Esther's with you to Ebba to her. Yeah, to Ebba, which is like, she's like, don't worry, like you're not alone. Which is about um, the kindest thing you could say to anyone of this time. It's like right. the goddess is with you. Yeah. And I was like, but you were just so mean. And now you're being so nice. Why do I sympathize with everybody in this book except for Unwin? I know. Except for who? Unwin. I don't oh, hate yeah. Unwin either, though. No, I don't I just hate don't him. Really and I, like under- him. I don't like him. And that's not, I don't, it's not that I don't like him as a character. I don't like him as a person. Yeah. And, and we um, don't really get into his feelings we just get into his ambitions and so i'm like well i don't right. connect with you oh well <laughs> book two we'll talk about that in a mini set <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like i i i agree i agree um so ebba this whole time has survived because she so basically oh my god this whole thing so uh there's a squabble because um when uh before hunting shows up um the like Jarl that gets in a fight that wants him to wants Elfgift to cure his wife is like uh is disrespectful to Elfgift and then they struggle and then Ebba throws herself onto the Jarl and he flings her into the fucking fire. On accident. All, but on he accident. still flings her into a fire. He does and and honestly Result and his, is the same. His mind at that moment, he's like, oh shit, I did not mean to do that. That's really bad. Yeah. And then Elfgift heals her. It's chaos. And, like, I thought those parts were very funny. Yeah. Hilda was also very funny, like, <laughs> screaming and, like, um, and so Elfgift heals Ebba in front of everybody and they're just like, oh, this is beautiful. Like, that he is, like, what he can do is so beautiful. Yeah, and it completely turns Morkar around. He's like, I beg of you. I see now how, like, highborn you are. I see mm-hmm. now that I like I I throw myself at your mercy. I am so sorry for my behavior. Yeah. And Elf Gift is like too little, too late. Yeah, he's like, well, you know what? It's you that needs healing. And he's like, okay, then heal me because I'm the one that's messed up. And he's like, mm, I have to go be in the woods. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, but you threw Eva in a fire. I'm very sleepy now. From all the healing. I have to so, go hunt. Quote unquote hunt. Yeah, I have to go hunt, which really he's like moping in the woods. Yeah. (laughs) I have to go brood in the woods right now. Also, so Ebba is like, uh, she's recovering underneath a blanket because she's just been healed from like third degree burns. So her dress is all burned up. So she's naked under this blanket sleeping. She basically like sleeps through hunting, killing everybody. But she kind of wakes up and is like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to stay under this blanket and hopefully no one sees me and hunting's men come in fucking kill everybody and then they start like setting up shop in elf gifts home and a soldier like finds ebba and then and because she's naked he's he's happy <laughs> so he's like uh i'll i'll he i'm gonna save you for later yeah, he's like, I'm gonna see you later, but for now, uh, chonk on this piece of cold ass bread. And Ebba's and like, some bread. cool, I'm fine with that. Happy to trade my body in exchange for not being killed. She, and it's Ebba, just, like, everything is the... so straightforward and depressing. Yes, yes. 
because us, right? We look at this and we're like, holy fuck. But for her, she's just like, that's my life. Like, this is my fucking life. Yeah. She's like, this is my currency. It's all I have. Mm -hmm. Finding out that Owen was raping her as well. I was like, I know, bummer, right? Damn it. Yeah. Nothing is uh, explicit or sensationalized at all. It's so straightforward. It's just very straightforward. Like yes. When she, when the soldier, rapes her i mean she's just giving up she's not fighting it at all but it is obviously still rape so the yeah. soldier's raping her and she's like well this is better than owen getting mad at me afterward like at least this yes. is just like a straight honest exchange and, yeah she's like you know what honestly at least this he's like getting it done quick and it's just like it is what it is which i'm like ebba <laughs> oh everyone so then meanwhile the battle woman's like, yo, elf gift. I'm going to like start screaming really scary outside <laughs> of this place. They're going to come out and you just pick them off one by one with your bow. And he's like, uh, okay. He's and like, she's like, don't. He's saying okay, but he's like, I really, what? Yeah. What? He's like, I don't see how this will work. And like, she's I like, I choose this lane. I don't know what you're slain. talking about. <laughs> I choose this lane. I'm okay. I don't know what that means. He is so, baffled. Like now he is in a much weaker position than oh, the yes. battle woman. Yes, because she, I mean, she's like so she's so good at fighting and like she so she's like and she's also like a goddess. So there we have that. He um, thinks she's uh Valkyrie. Yes. Um but she's, but she's um, in fact a goddess. She's a goddess. And um she's like and then you know, and and we're gonna learn later that. She has reasons for doing what she does. But so she's like, um, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Like, um, <laughs> here's the game plan. I'm just going to scream a lot. They're going to come out. You just shoot them with your arrows. And then uh, you're going to, we'll talk. Like when, when hunting comes out, like, I'll tell you what to do. And he's like, okay. So he kills like literally everybody <laughs> with a bow and arrow. And with and her she's help. she's cutting she, people down as well. Yeah. She's got that big old spear. And then hunting comes out. And Ebba's inside just like covering her ears because <laughs> the the scream of Yarnsaxa is a battle cry and it compels men to fight. And it's scary. It's, it's like very terrifying. It's like shrieking yeah. like a banshee. And Ebba's inside like. La, 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 la. Yeah, she's like blanket, blanket, blanket. <laughs> <laughs> like just hoping that being covered in a blanket is enough, mm -hmm. which it is. So then hunting comes out and he's like, um, you're killing my men. And Elf gets like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, the battle woman's like, just like go up to him and kill him. And he's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, don't worry. You are wearing armor here. Wear my armor. So she gives it to him. And so he appears to be wearing just his like farm outfit. And he's also he's holding her shield and they don't see it. They don't see it until it gets hit. And then so hunting's like, this is going to be fucking easy. So he goes to swipe. Does not work. He is also they... taken aback by his beauty and thinks it's his brother Wolfweird. Yes. Because he and Wolfweird look very similar, almost like twins. Except that like Elfgif steps it up a notch with his elf beauty. Right. I mean, because his eyes are like purple and green and blue and brown. <laughs> Like they're like he's got he's basically my sweet Audrina. Yeah, he's got Vera eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is a my sweet Audrina. So 
or yeah, Audrina hair eyes. <laughs> Audrina hair eyes. Um, and so he, uh, keeps getting like struck by hunting, but like it doesn't go through to his skin, and hunting's like what the shit. And then the the battle woman kills hunting, doesn't she? I think so. Yeah, because he goes to swing and like misses, and then she just fucking stabs him with the thing, and everyone's like, ah! Like you know what? I'm on a tight schedule. So yeah. I can't wait for Elf Gift to uh, close the deal on this one. <laughs> you know, she's like, we can do a training montage after this. Like, I need <laughs> to do this first. And then so Ebba's like, you did it. You saved us. And Elf Gift is like, oh, yeah, you're here. And she's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, you survived. Mm-hmm. Oh, who else? Hild? No, not really. Um, kind of like no one else. And he is really upset. He is upset. He is upset because, I mean, truly, everyone he's known and loved is dead. Hilde and Owen raised him. Yeah. And yeah. And then um, she's like, well, I'll come with you. And she keeps trying to like grab onto him. And she is really (laughs) annoying. (laughs) You do because it really is like when you are in someone else's head, you share their opinions. Yeah, because your perspective totally changes. It's Rashomon. Everybody yes, yes. Got a different side to what is happening. Yeah, because true. Because at that moment, we're in his head, and she's like clutching on him, and you're like, God, Ebba, fucking stop! And then we go in her head, and you're like, Oh no! But he doesn't care about you. Yeah. And then so he's like, Listen, I have to go do this training thing with this most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And that's too. Ebba like sees this woman and she's like, oh, <laughs> he's never going to love me. Like that. I was like, yeah. Ebba. <gasps> Do you mind if I read this section too? No, please. Okay. Read I'm all sorry you want. I'm reading so much. It's a good book. It's very good. Um, so Elf Gift moves to join the battle woman and he collides with Ebba who has stepped in his way. He looked down and saw Ebba's thin, pointed little face staring up at him with big, frightened eyes. Ebba had no need to speak. Poor little thing. She was terrified of being left alone in that place. She was making no attempt at dignity, and her fear flooded out through her eyes, through the strain in her face, through the very way she stood. He was ashamed for her and filled with pity for her so much that it hurt. He said, the girl stays here, said the battle woman. Ebba threw her arms around Elfgift and clung tightly, desperate not to be left alone by the burning house with the corpses and the wolves that would soon come to eat them. His arms went around her, and he patted and stroked her back. It felt as if one of his own three-foot arrows had been bow-driven through his heart. The battle woman said, If you want vengeance, you must come with me, now. Stay with sniveling Ebba, and all chance of vengeance will ebb away. Choose, quickly. It was bitter and cold. To recognize that the battle woman spoke the truth. Ebba's fear, Ebba's pain was of no importance. Her pain was much less than that felt by those who had died in this place and who were nothing now. The horses, the sheep, the scattered fowl were all suffering and having less understanding than Ebba were the more lost in their fear. Was he going to cherish every hen, every ewe? And what of this mice scorched in the thatch? I was like, oh... I know. Because then as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, no, the mice. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, the chickens don't know. Like, yes, they don't understand what's going on. Dude, I know. 
because I really was. I was as soon as he thinks that I'm like, yeah, Eva, get it together. But please go save those mice. <laughs> I know because you're I right. Know. They don't understand. They're just in pain. No one is helping them. I was like, <laughs> so upset. No, I know this book is like I could it does not this stop a lot. thinking about the mice after that. <laughs> and also, and also, she's like a mouse. So like, she's just like the fact that she's just con- as confused. It's so it's tragic. It is so tragic. Mm-hmm. And he does leave her. <laughs> yeah, and then he Alone leaves her with the and corpses in the fire. Basically says to Ebba, "The goddess is with you," which I was like, "Oh, now she's like throwing her a bone." Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Okay, well." And then they leave, and Ebba just sits with his blanket by yeah. the whole farm burning down. Yeah. Until like this other Jarl comes and is like, what happened here? <laughs> I was really glad that he was nice. He was nice. I was like, I don't know if I can deal with more Ebba torture. No, no, he was nice. I mean, there is more, you know, at the end of the book. But I mean, for uh, this moment, it's mm-hmm. okay. I mean, Ebba's hopes are dashed for the rest of the book. But she does, she is being given a higher position in life. She's being fed and taken care of and she's got friends. Yeah, she has friends. And she also is like, look, I know my new place. And that's to tell this damn story and like, (laughs) and like possibly get myself into some shenanigans with this story. Like she talked about that story. I was like, Ebba, no. I know. Stop. So she keeps like telling everybody at court this story. Nice, Jarl takes her to yeah. court to explain what happened with hunting because he knows that the king's son was slain. He also is like, okay, I'm going to take some evidence of this king's son being slain. And I am going to give it to all of the brothers and the uncle. And then I'm just going to see where power goes and I'm going to go that way. And I really, like, I really liked, God, everybody is in such a weakened position. Yes. And then also nobody quite envies the princes either. No. Because it's like just known that as soon as a king dies, the family is like out for blood against each mm-hmm. other because there is a power vacuum. It needs to be filled. They all want to fill it. Nobody is happy in this life. No. No. Because the 700s were not fun. Not good. Really bad. Really so bad time. He's like I I liked he got there and he's like, hmm, maybe I could just like take this girl, get her married off and pretend like I was not here. He's yeah. like, I do not want to get involved. I know. He's just like princes I'm- trying to murder each other as is to be expected. I like that he was just like, I'm just going to do a little bit of intel. I'm going to see kind of where the power is going. I'm going to keep that in my heart. And then I will remove myself from the situation (laughs) because he's like he decides it's like, okay, I could just like shut up, but then they might find out that I was here. That might be worse. I'm just going to go throw myself at their mercy, (laughs) give equal gifts of hunting shield and then hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh and then but he's like i might so, die 
that's the other. So then everyone's like, okay, well, we need to hear the story. So they make Ebba having to keep tell the story. So they create who she becomes and then they punish her for it. True. Right. Because they're like, tell the story, tell the story, tell the story. She tells it all the time. So then and that's, she's her like, new that's what my worth is. Yeah. yeah. They keep giving her gold rings. And it's also just like their shittiest gold rings they're giving her. And she's like, this is the mo-. like she she's like holding on to them. And the nice Jarl is like. Okay, just like let me hold on to them. I'll sell them for you. Cause like if you try and sell these, someone's gonna just cheat you. Not they're gonna cheat you. And she's like, no, no. And he's like, I'm not gonna take these from you. <laughs> these are nothing to me. Yeah. And she's like, I just she she needs to keep them. So she keeps she uses that as her currency. In court, she keeps telling the story, telling the story, and people and, and all the other people are really impressed that, by the rings too. Like word gets around, they're like are you the girl who got the rings? And she's like, yeah, mm, yeah, I'm kind of the girl who got the rings. <laughs> and that's the other thing too, is that she's like, she's noting that she's like, as I tell this story, I finish it with, and I'm going to marry the elf king. And no one laughs at me. Like she expects them to laugh and they don't. They're just like, uh-huh. Yeah. And she's like, oh my, I can be who I say I am. And all the while like, she's finally eating well and she's got real clothes and she's getting prettier and men are paying attention to her. And she's like, well, maybe oh. if I just keep getting pretty, Elf Gift will love me. So I'm just going to say it like it's going to happen. You know what? I'm just going to make this vision board in my mind. Put it out in the universe because the secret is real. Oh, my God. She's the secreting. <laughs> she's secreting up and down that castle. Also, she the the moment too, like like this part too. I and this is the other thing, right? Like, of course, you're of your time, right? So, like on one hand, I was like, oh, Ebba, but on the other hand, I was like, you know, I am happy for you for this. So she's like, <laughs> so when she's like, oh, you know, everyone thinks that like I'm the nice Jarl's like fuck toy, so they leave me alone, which is great. <laughs> and I was I was like, oh, that's sad, but also I am happy. But also, for you, you know what? Take what you can get. Yeah, because she was like. She's like, you know what? People don't bother me. So like, sure, I'm into it. <laughs> fine. He doesn't touch me. That's fine. I don't care. He's nice. <laughs> um, Yeah. Everybody's so, so pathetic. Cool. And you're just like, you really are rooting for everybody. Yeah. It's fascinating. Except for Unwin. Except for Unwin. I don't like Unwin. Unwin mm-hmm. is given no. And you will let me know in our mini-sode where... So, Maybe we didn't explicitly state our mini sode on the Patreon is going to be Kelly telling me the what happens in Elf Gift Two. Elf Gift Two, Elf King. Oh yeah. Um so so Ebba's like doing her thing in the castle, right? She's like creating her own persona in this hold and kind of like becoming herself. Meanwhile, Elf Gift is like in the elf world with Jarl Saxa, right? That's her name, Jarl. Jarl Saxa, yeah. Jarl Saxa. And she's like, okay, I know. I'm very hot. You are also hot. Not as hot as me, but I'm very hot. <laughs> I'm going to train you. And like, this is my really awesome house, but you have to sleep on the fucking floor. I have a wonderful bed. I sleep in it. You can. Sl- and, and he's like, mm, when do I get to sleep in the bed with you? And she's like, <laughs> not until you can run through the forest without lo- losing any of your braids <laughs> and without getting touched by any attackers and like and you, you can, can limbo without <laughs> yeah seriously. breaking your stride yeah you can limbo without breaking you can a single cut branch. down every man i throw at you without getting a scratch on you and so he is trained and he's like okay <laughs> and i was very surprised 
surprised by that. Because when he says the little, because she's been so fucking harsh. And when he does the flirty little like, okay, but when do I get to join you in your bed? And she's like, um, I don't know, maybe if this. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, this is a deal you're making. All right. Yeah. I When she said that, I was like, okay, I didn't know you were DTF. <laughs> I was like, oh. But you are your DTF. You are DTF. Okay. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. I mean, but that's okay. cool. And he's gorgeous. And I'm happy for both of you. Like, get it on. I mean, yes, you're both God very babies. gorgeous. Yes, absolutely. We stand. But also, you are, like, bloodthirsty and terrifying. You are bloodthirsty and terrifying and can never love him in a way that he probably needs to be loved. And that's fine. Um, But if you're both happy, why am I going to judge? Like, who am I? Yeah. Right? Who am I? So, I'll tell you, I'm like, Ebba. I know for a fact I'm Ebba in this time. I am unfortunately, not, I, I unfortunately, mean, certainly I'm Ebba. not Girl Saxa because I'm not Girl Saxa. Uh, girl Saxa. Um, yeah, Girl Saxa. Because I'm literally not a goddess. Um, right. And um, I don't want, maybe I could have been held. And mm. then the thing of it is, those are my only three choices. <laughs> yeah. Because that there sad? are no other female characters in this mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. This book does not pass the Bechdel test, but I also, I, I mean, if you think about it, Hild and Eva mm-hmm. do talk about their jobs a lot. That's true. They talk about their <laughs> careers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but also at the same know, time, like, like grinding all like literally your daily grind. <laughs> You, literally the daily grind. Literally. I don't know if that is really like enough. I'm going to say no. Yeah. But here's the thing. I didn't think this book was sexist. I didn't. It's not. It's just a story about that time. Right. Exactly. She's, I mean, um, the author is clearly not in favor of this. No. <laughs> like we, we understand clearly that the author is like, isn't this fucked up? <laughs> yeah. This fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so he's training, training, training. He, here, and here's the other thing. This, y'all's accent, she's not nice. When he does not do well, she's like, that sucked. She's like, well, back to the floor. And she's like, mm, could have been better. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, there's no positive. Re-. And she's like, could have been better. <laughs> he's like, maybe okay. like, I don't know, like some kindness or just like get the fuck on the fucking floor. She's like, how about some more strength you and agility? Stupid, great bitch. <laughs> yeah, you braid, bitch. So then she braids his hair, and oh my god, he does it. He does the thing where he can run without getting any of his braids undone because he's not like hitting any of the leaves. And they fuck, and he's like, "This is the best day of my life." <laughs> <laughs> and they're just super because time does not pass Mm-mm. quite normally, or maybe it does. We don't know because like Ebba's is over there getting plump and pretty. That's true. Um, That's true. So who knows? But they're just, be, they're like a badass fighting Adam and Eve in the garden. Yes. Where they're just yes. really happy every day. She just like takes a stack of twigs. She turns them into men. He stabs them all. And then she turns them back into twigs. Yep. And then they, and then they fuck. And they fuck. And then they and eat then they delicious train. food. And it the weather is great all the time. Yeah. It's, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, she's like, well, you're ready. And he's like, okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think oh, what yeah, happens He just next. straight up wakes up oh, in yeah. the woods, not in her bed, 
oh my god this thing oh my god what i was like is, what meanwhile the princes oh my god are like well elf gift killed hunting and hunting just went there to give him safe travel to the castle and we all agree that that's a lie that we will keep repeating to ourselves so except he, for wolf weird except for wolf he's weird just he's like, like um he's like i think i believe it also everybody in court is like he went there to air quotes give him safe passage i know because they all know about it because Abbott won't shut the fuck up about this right event. So meanwhile, the princes are like, well, we need to kill him, but we can't find him because Ebba says he disappeared into thin air with a battle woman. Um, so I guess we'll just send Wolf Weird into the ether. Because Wolf Weird can see, he has like the elf sight. He can see ghosts or like ghosts. Yeah, because hunting's ghost appears to him when they go to the priestesses because tr- they're like, hey, priestesses, find elf gift in the elf realm and they're like working on it and then hunting's ghost appears to wolf weird and then wolf weird disappears with hunting and the priestesses are like okay so he apparently uh, also can see into the other realm so let's send him and wolf weird's like great i will come back with his head fuck that weird little halfling mm-hmm and he, like, I hate him. Just like appears in the elf. They like send his whole body through a ritual. He just appears with Yarn Saxa. He just appears mm-hmm. in the elf realm where she lives, and she's like, "Hi, I was waiting for you, and I'm like really nice to you for some reason." Oh my god, she's weaving at the loom, and he sees her for what she really is. Oh, I loved that fucking loom. Loved that. Cool. She is. Let me see if I could. Yeah, see if you can find it because it's really cool. The description is chilling. (laughs) This book does have a lot of horror elements in it Mm -hmm. for sure. Sorry, I'm having to like skip through the word gloom and loomed. (laughs) Okay, gasping for breath, he tried to rise from sleep but floundered. The world turned and he came as through water and upright on his feet and no longer lying down into another place. The candlelight wavered, water rippled, but through its shifting he saw a small chamber lit with the warm light of fire and lamp. Opposite him, filling his eyes and the whole side of the room, was a loom. He sensed someone, someone at the edge of his vision, but he looked only at the loom. The warp and weft were white and blue and red and yellow, soft and slippery and dripping, reeking blood. The threads were of guts and sinew. Sinew. The weights that pulled the warp straight were severed heads with sagging blue lips and drooping eyelids. Warp and weft were parted by a great gray spear, and the shuttle that dragged through the warp was a thigh bone. A woman's voice spoke, the voice of that figure at the edge of his sight. I weave the war web. The spear parted the soft threads. The shuttle flew, and he saw a fine woolen cloth woven with an angular pattern of men with raised axes in red and yellow and blue. The loom weights were round, pierced stones. He put a hand to his dizzied head and could not be sure that he had ever seen anything else. Cool. That part was so cool. Mm -hmm. And then I also loved, so like we kind of see that and then he kind of goes away for a second. Well, he's like, (laughs) oh, what? And then Yarn Saxa is the one talking to him. And and she, (laughs) she smiled. Did you think, she said, to sneak into my world, into my hall, unnoticed, like a mouse into a pantry? Nay. 
You? <laughs> the nay is where I took over. Nay, I knew you were coming. You are going mm. to fight someone. Let me take you into the hall. And then smash cut to <laughs> uh, Elfkip yeah, waking up in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, damn, is it over? Did it ever happen? Like, oh, man, he's like, what no, I'm wrong? jacked as hell. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm So I jacked, did train. So- Oh, I've got these braids in still. And then men come and they're like, uh, slave. And he's like, um, hello? I Do have you see braids? My braids. I have hero braids in. <laughs> Are you not seeing my hero braids right now? And they're like, hmm, interesting. Where'd you learn how to do that? Mm, we're going to take you back. You're going to be our slave. Uh, here we are. It's medieval times. <laughs> fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, guess what? Dumbass. We're going to go fight in this tournament. Like, I guess you could come and prove yourself if you really do deserve those braids. And he's like, I do deserve the braids. Thank you very much. And they're like, prove it, bitch. And then he's they like, leave. I will, bitch. And then he's like, oh, there they are. And then he goes in the middle of like the like gladiator thing and is like, fight me. <laughs> and then no one steps forward except for this old lady. She's gross. <laughs> She's gross. She smells bad. Um, so they're telling her to fight. They're telling him to fight her. And he's like that frail old woman. And they're like, um, don't you know her? And he's like, no, she's a nasty old woman. So they fight. And she keeps breathing stinky breath on him, which I thought was very gross. Very gross. And they're fighting and fighting. And also he's remembering back to, uh, uh, when he was training or he, we know that when he was training with Yarosaxa, she was like, never underestimate your opponent. Like, always strike as hard as you can. And so he's like doing this fight. And at first, he's kind of like holding back. This old lady beats his ass, dude. Um, Let me see if I can find a part where it like gets across how fucking gross she is. She's so She's gross. So super. foul. Um, So here's the first description. She came stooping but was still taller than him, and her long swinging arms, through thin, though thin, had strong muscles beneath the skin. Her big feet, at the end of her bandy legs, stamped firmly on the floor. Long greasy hair hung in strings before her face, making a cage through, with her, through which her glinting, squinting eyes peered. And she came eagerly, and he backs up, he's like, ugh, run. Um... On came the old woman, and before her came a waft of stink like the stink from a cattle shed. The gust of air from her mouth blew her gray hair towards him and stank like bad meat. He turned his face aside but thought he would stand fast against her and take her slaps but give her none. And so she's just beating the shit out of him. And he's like, I don't want to hit girls. And then she keeps beating him more and more, and he's like, okay, maybe I have to fight her. And that's when he remembers what Yarn Saxa told him about, like, never underestimate your opponent. And he's like, great, I guess I'll beat the shit out of this old lady then. And so he finally, like, wrestles her to the ground. It's a three count, and she's out. And then she gets up, and she's like, don't you know me? And he's like, uh... And she's like, tis He's, He's like, like Abba? School together. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, it's me, dumbass. And he's like, oh. And she's and he's like, wow, I didn't know you could take that form. And she's like, what if the other form was me taking form? I really like, liked this mm, part. Me too. Because he's like, well, I guess I still love you. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I like the way he put it. Um, I love you, lady. She smiled as if she didn't believe him. 
Even now you know that I am a stinking old hag that you fought just now. You've given me heart knocks before, lady, and if you make yourself ugly, well, I know how beautiful you are. She laughed and leaned close to him, and he caught a whiff of the animal pen stink that hung about the old woman. But what if, she whispered, that was my true shape, and I only make myself seem beautiful. What if I am truly ugly and can be uglier still? Do you still say you love me? Her words rang true and seemed a threat. A slight shudder ran through him. He couldn't tell if she was speaking the truth or not, but he knew she was testing him. He put his arms around her and kissed her and said, If that's so, lady, then it's salt to your meat. I can't eat unsalted meat. She laughed and pushed him gently away from her, saying, Now you must be armed and not with sticks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, good on him. I really liked the salted meat thing. Salt's my meat thing. I was like, oh, that's cute. You guys are cute. You make a cute couple. Yeah. For the moment. (laughs) Temporarily. (laughs) Temporarily. Because then Wolf Weird shows up. And this whole thing was very cool. It was so cool because Wolf Weird sees him and he's like, fuck, is that me but hotter? (laughs) Well, first, um, Gern Saxa makes him choose a sword. Oh, that's right. And she gives him a Woden song. Well, she shows him a bunch of swords and he's like, ooh, pretty. And she's like, but that's not the best sword. Do you want to see the best sword? He's like, yeah, I want to see the best sword. This is a real uh, Raiders. Yes. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And so she shows him Woden's sword. Woden's song. Woden's song. And she's like, this is the strongest. Maybe this is the one you want. (laughs) And he's like, like, maybe "Mm -hmm, you want it. I know that Woden is tricky. What's the trick? And she's like, she's like, don't worry. (laughs) Okay, so their trick is sort of that every time you unsheath it, you have to bloody it because if you don't, it will attack you. And he's like, what's the trick beneath the trick? And she's like, it's going to end you regardless. Yeah, she's like, it will be your undoing. That is true. And he's like, "Mm, I'm going to pass then. She's like, boring. But if you want to be a stupid little bitch and live forever, I guess. And he's like, like, or... She's like, you could get the sword that um, sings through the air because it literally cuts the air and it will slice through a man's bones like butter. And he's like, it's, it's so funny because he really doesn't want that sword. He does not want Wooden Song. He knows. But he knows that's the thing, that, right? like, that's the one she wants him to choose. And so he's like, there's it's because of his love for her. Fine, Wooden Song. And also that's the other thing that I loved about I I do the I love the pagan gods for their like that they're just very much like people because like very petty. The truly like the, the whole thing about Woden is they're like Woden keeps his promises. Oh no, it's not Woden's song, it's Woden's promise. That's the name of the sword. Ah. And they're like, "Well, Woden keeps his promises until he doesn't." <laughs> and it's like, "What?" <laughs> I like I appreciate the systems that are multiple gods where they're all super shitty and fighting all the time and suck mm-hmm. as opposed to, well, God is love because yeah. it's just more honest. It's more honest. Truly, and I don't I think about really it. believe that there's a God who just like hates us and wants to torture us, but it just makes so much more sense. Well, it, it makes 
more sense to me that like there's just a whole other situation out there that like we don't even know about that's like has its own problems and its own clashes and we're just we are ebba we're ebba we're just like little ants that are just like oh it's like you know these terrible things are happening hashtag we are ebba hashtag we are ebba (laughs) so then um oh so they start fighting he's got woden's promise he does not want woden's promise but whatever but he's got a crush yeah, he has a, he does a he has a crush, and Wolfweird's just like this is kind of unnerving because you look a lot like me, but I hate you. <laughs> but I hate you. I'm racist. I'm so racist, and I hate you, and I hate that you look like me, but prettier. <laughs> so, and he's also he's too young. He's not he's very good. I mean, he's, he's like he's just not very good at fighting. How old is he? Probably sixteen. Wa- Whatever. He's probably like sixteen. Yeah. So they fight, fight, fight. He's getting his ass whooped. Wolfgift. Wolfgift. <laughs> Wolfgift does not want to whoop his ass. No, because he's like, I will kill this boy. I have no quarrel with this boy. And he's like, and he's like, also, he looks like me. Yeah, also, he's, he looks like me and I'm so pretty. <laughs> so he's in the back of his mind. So then all of a sudden, Wolfweird thinks he's going to be cut down. Yeah, he's like, fuck, I'm dead. And then there's like screaming and blood, but it's not his. And Elfgift has cut his hand off, like clean off, because he was trying to like he was trying to like yeah, do the thing where he's like, well, if I just put some blood on the sword, then I can put it away. But the sword is way too sharp. He's like, I'll just like nick my arm a little bit, and it's like, (laughs) Jenny's like, oh, (laughs) right on, just off. And I liked this solution. Yeah, me too. It was just, it was neat. I think it was a neat was solution. Neat. And Yarn Saxe says to Wolfweird, well, you can help him. You just have to put the hand back on him and then he'll live. Do you want him to live? And Wolfweird's like, mm, I'm racist. She's like, are you though? He's like, yeah, I'm racist. Mm, really? Look in your she's heart. Like, are you sure racism is not just taught to you? And he's like, oh, okay, I'll put the hand back on. And then Elfgift has his hand again. And then the second he does it, he's like, yo, bro, we're ride or die. I will die for you. I love you. You're my true brother. I will I, I, I will maybe, okay, I will betray you like for a second, but I, it will be minor compared. You'll understand like why I have to do it. It's, it's okay. But like, I thought Elf Gift oh. was the one saying that. He's like, no, cool. no, I'm just. We're in forever. And Wolfweird's like, I regret immediately giving your hand back. Well, he's like, he, he feels torn about it and yes. it's just like in his heart he's like i don't know what to do but he is like team elf gift because he's like i just saw a man have the choice to strike me down he doesn't he also heals him and he's like and then i healed him and like we're like so similar and like we're just we're like, just like healing back blood. and forth forever yeah like i just think we're like there's no way i can betray you at this point like i don't know what to do about unwin to be honest and so they start to make their way to the castle, correct? Mm-hmm. Cut to the castle. <laughs> <laughs> They're preparing to, like, the council is choosing Athelric, and Onwin is being, like, a good little boy, a good little nephew, and supporting his uncle. And there's a big old feast, and... He is chosen. Everybody's like, hooray. 
and Unwin sings a song in his honor and <laughs> Unwin's like, I have a present for you. <laughs> and he brings in, like he has sent thugs to bring in poor little Ebba. Yeah. And she thinks she's about to get sacrificed. And Athelric's like, um, I really don't want to kill her. Please don't make me do this right now. Cause she's like mm-hmm. pathetic. And I don't think we need bother. And Unwin's like, well, but she said that you were going to, you are not king. It's elf king or elf gift that's going to be king. So, like, what are you going to do about that? And I really, I thought it was interesting because I'm like, oh, this is probably how it actually worked. Cause they're like, um, haven't you heard her telling the prophecy? And I'm like, that's not a prophecy. That's just her saying yeah. what she wants to happen. Yeah. It, she's just been telling everyone, he's going to come back. He's going to be true king. We're going to get married. And Unwin's like, have you not heard the prophecy that the girl tells? That Like, really, like, she is just, like, just like Unwin and Elfgift and all of them are pawns for Yarnaxa and like Woden versus Christianity, like Ebba is just like this pawn for Unwin to use with Athelric. And so Athelric's like, mm, I don't like this. <laughs> and Unwin's He's like, like I'm surprised, I'm going to free her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, hurrah, whee. Everybody's partying. Everybody loves to see a slave freed. Ebba's like, yeah. Ugh. They yeah, give her like, like a okay. scroll that grants her freedom and like money and shit. And they're like, go off, get married. Wee. Yeah. And it is very clever because it's like mm-hmm. now we're getting her the fuck out of the castle. She well, and can't it's smart. I think it is a good prophecy. move for him. I think it's very smart. Because if he had killed her, then it would sow the seeds of like doubt in the people. Yeah, it would give. They'd be like, oh, is it true? They're like, oh, they must be really afraid of that prophecy. And instead they're like, cute story. <laughs> Yeah, they've they've changed the narrative to like, oh, this king has freed the slave, which then gives the slaves hope, which like they're not going to get freed, but they're banking on that hope of like, oh, someday I could be free. It's very capitalism. It's very capitalist. It sucks. Yeah, that's why people vote Republican. Because they have the dream that someday they could be a millionaire when the system mm-hmm. is making it. So they will never be you one. Not it's fine. You're a millionaire. You suck. You're never going to fucking be one. The system is, will not. It's anyway, fine. It's fine. have fun working at uh, Auto Parts. I was just going to say Jimmy Johnson. I don't know. Not yeah. to talk smack. I'm just saying like your minimum wage job is not helping you join us. Capitalism people. <laughs> you should be making like $30 at your auto parts job. Yeah. Anyway. So it's just a way to like dangle hope in front of everyone and be like, our leaders are so nice. Yeah. When really it's like they don't even care about you. They're doing this as a play. Yeah, as a show. play to try and keep power. And, and so then they all march off to a stone. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're going to go to the Screaming Stones. And usually it's just kind of like, they're like, look, the stones don't actually scream when someone stands on it. Everyone's just cheering so much. It sounds like the stones scream. Because there's uh, the like legend is that you if you step on the Shrieking Stone and it shrieks, you are the goddess's chosen king. And it just cements what the elders already chose. So they're like, okay. And then Athelric stands on there 
And then the stone fucking screams and they turn around and it's because fucking elf gift is standing on the stones. And everyone's like, ah! And they appeared out of thin air and Wolfweird is with him. And Athelric's like, awesome. It's a goddess like, great, great, great. king. I'm for it. Great, great. He's like, awesome. Uh, So you just take the crown. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Love it. Fine with it. He's like, I stand. Um, <laughs> I stand a chosen king. And then Unwin's like, betrayer! <laughs> and like, <laughs> he's like, be ready to fight? And Elf gives like, okay, fight me. He's like, no, not me. Like, the <laughs> army will fight you. Not me, obviously. Obviously not me. The army. And Elf gets like, okay, I mean, I just feel like it could be. And he's like, no, the armies are doing it. Like, do we really have to sacrifice all the... Yes. <laughs> And he's like, but the goddess shows. And he's like, the armies. <laughs> what are you not hearing? The armies. And he's like snapping at the armies. And they're like, wait, what? And he's like, the, the armies are going. They're going right now. You guys are you guys are stepping forward and fighting right now. Fighting the armies. <laughs> Currently. As I'm talking, Currently. they're like, oh, right. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. And then <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Elf gift is just like slicing away. Kicking ass. Battle one. Unwin skedaddles. Abba's crawling up a hill to be like, what's going on? I think Elfgift's here. And then, oh no, Elfgift realizes that he doesn't even, he was in like a fugue state. Woden's promise was like doing all the swooping. Mm-hmm. And he had stabbed Wolfweird and Wolfweird is dying. And he can see that. Like he goes to heal him and he's like, oh, he's already dying. But he does heal. And then he, well, so then yeah, he tries to heal him. And then, and uh, Abba's like, "Cool, so hi, look at me!" Oh my god! And she's she's clutching like the, the some gold saddest. rings in her hand. It's the saddest. And she's like, "Look at what I I'm, I, I'm here. I'm alive." And he looks at her, and his the way he looks at her is recognition tinged with like disgust. It. <sighs> It's so sad. It it really is like this again. When will we settle this? Yeah. It's so depressing. And also, I mean, t- through no fault of hers, right? Like to him, she represents like who he was before. And he's like, I'm like a dope king now. Like I don't, I've done all this training. I'm with this hot new goddess. Like I, I have like, committed I myself fully to my, uh, blood what do they keep calling it blood debt oh i don't remember but something like that yeah he's he's getting revenge for hunting killing everybody um it's like i am full vengeance mode i don't have time for this and um ebba is just like she's been physically like cast off of him oh that's the other thing right so like he's kind of just like out of it because he's just tried to heal wolf weird and she sees woden's promise on the ground and she tries to like give it to him and so she goes to grab it and he like literally shoves her away and he's like don't fucking touch my stuff kind (laughs) of and she like looks up and she sees him in his glory and the battle woman is next to him and they're so beautiful and she's like oh i was never (sighs) it's so sad I was never going to have a chance. Like you guys are so above me and like all of the the paltry sum of gold that she had gotten for for herself feels like nothing and she's just like she's like I 
hate you so much. Do you mind I if I read you. this section as please, well? Please, 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 please. So she's like, I'm here. <laughs> Here's your oh sword. Get the fuck away. And he's like, I'm very tired. Athelric's like, an escort for the king. And they leave. And she's like, oh, he has already forgotten me. Mm-hmm. She sat on the hillside among the dead and sobbed. Elfgift's glass clear eyes had looked at her so directly, recognizing her and disregarding her. His voice had been so flat, so cold. His eyes, his voice had shown her what she was. She had come to think that she had a little prettiness, and now she knew that she was gawky and plain. She had thought highly of her two gold rings and her purse of Atheling, of Aethling's gold. That means prince. Now she knew that it would not buy Elfgift's sword or his helmet and was hardly enough to get a poor farmer to give her a second glance. She was brought hard up against her own foolishness and her loneliness, lacking, as she did, parents, sisters, brothers, master, lover. A raven, huge and black, dropped heavily to the ground beside her and pecked at the earth, which Wolfweird's blood had soaked. It's so sad. It's so poor Ebba. So, of course, as soon as that was over, I was like, well, I need to see what fucking happens with these people. So I had to, I read the second book. But, like, it's so fucking sad because, like, just, like, all of her hopes and everything. And she realizes that, like, oh, he's been living his own life and he's fine. And he doesn't need me at all. And she always knew he never needed her. But now it's truly all hope is lost. And so she's like, you know what? I'm just going to turn to the dark side because <laughs> she truly is like and that's the other thing is like she spent her whole life just obsessing over him and he hasn't been thinking about her at all which is very sad mm-hmm. really fucking sad so she vows never to feel anything for anyone ever again and to hurt him as he hurt her yeah and i was like and you will correct me if i'm wrong but i was like "Ooh, Ebb is gonna do some shit in the next book <laughs> we'll see <laughs> um and yeah and then that's the end of the book it's very good i really really recommend this i book. was surprised it ended uh on ebba yeah i thought it was gonna end on elf yeah. uh gift but yeah very good it's very highly good. recommend highly recommend um so definitely read it. It's on Kindle Unlimited. Both of the books are on Kindle Unlimited, so you can get them for free. And even if you don't subscribe to Kindle Unlimited, it was like three ninety five. Great. What a steal. Um, so thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um, a big thank you to our uh, Patreon listeners. You guys help keep our show alive. And us. And us. Honestly. Literally. Uh, literally. An extra special thank you and shout out to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny. Emily Pooley. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Grace Armstrong. Jeremy Cron. Jonathan Venable. Jordan Colwick. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Kelly Burns. Christina. Desmond. Laura Hooper. Lonnie Martin. Luke Bartek. Natalie Walschlager. Mariana Terzakis. Melody. Megan Lozier, Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly Marks, Oscar Gallegos, Pamela, Randy Clut, Rashad Ro Black, Kalahua, Sarah, Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Nichelle, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Shannon Pickens, Sydney Bollinger, Kristen Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Valdez, and Wendy Bartos. Thank you very, very much. 
We really appreciate um, it. Seriously, you guys help keep yeah. us alive. <sighs> what times we live in? What times? I mean, this is kind of like uh, 800 BC, am I right? Ooh. Or not BC, uh, AD. Because they're talking about right. Christianity, y'all. Uh, so thank you for listening. We will see you guys next week. We are not saying the book. Ha-ha. 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 <laughs> um, stay safe. Stay healthy. Wear a mask. Social distance. We love you. We love you. Keep it creepy. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.